part of blindsidepods.com. Joining us now for War of the Roses is Jesse. My friend said she and her husband were walking into the reception, and she swore she saw my husband with another woman. We'll get him on the line. Kennedy's going to offer him up a dozen long stem red roses, pretending to work for his cell phone company. Uh, Shelly, are you ready? I am. Okay, and Jesse, I just ask you when this is all unfolding, be very, very quiet, okay? So we can kind of figure out okay. what's going on. Good morning. Hi, mate. Please speak with Rich. Oh, I know. Hi, Rich. My name is Shelly. I'm calling from your wireless provider. How are you today? Not pretty. Kit, I'm actually calling from our customer service department, and we wanted to thank you for being such a loyal customer with us by offering you a dozen long-stemmed red roses that we can send anywhere in the continental United States today free of charge. How does that sound? No. Yep. It's weird. It is. Absolutely. Okay, well, we're just going to start with a card, so if you can just give me the name of the person you want to send them to. A member of the Boston Red Sox. Of course, and what would you like the card to say? <laughs> Rub your penis in the Punjab. So it was you? Um, honest to God. Hey, this is Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041, something we call War of the Roses, and that is okay. Jesse on the line with us. Oh. Whoops. Oh, that's all you That's all you can say, Oh. Does there have to be some sort of epiphany or a watershed moment that everybody in Washington says, you know what, what we're doing here isn't working. We must somehow, someway stop saying, you're wrong, no, you're wrong, no, my way's right, no, my way's right, and this, this log jam. That's that is- what you're going with. That's what you're going with. Okay, I'm going to give you one more shot to rephrase that bull statement. Huh. I need saying. two names. Jenny and Brad were at the wedding, you They saw you. And what, what's her name? Meredith at the reception? Did you not think anyone would see you? I mean, how exactly did that go down in your thinking? I'd love to know. Amy! 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 I literally cannot believe you. This is so embarrassing. Thank God I have friends who care about me clearly more than you ever did. Good luck getting out of this divorce with anything but the shirt on your back. Work conference was the best you could come up with? I really love you, and I'm sorry that we're estranged. Run Meredith. That's the worst name. Yeah, yeah no argument on your ADC, buddy. They oh. told me you were an <laughs> I didn't believe I think you got served is what I think you got. <laughs> Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. As Steve's old boss would say, what would he my say? heart is like an alligator. Or as he was- doesn't believe, he says, my heart is like an alligator. Is it, wait, wait, now I'm confused. Are you doing Greg Hill here? Was that Greg Hill? No, Greg Hill's, uh, uh, said that, uh, Oh, I you did. were doing Howie. I see, yes, you yes, were I doing was, the Howie I part. was doing Howie, but as Steve would say, maybe that's, uh, uh, Jeff Gulner. I was, so, th- that bit we just played, I, I, I was, I, I loved it for, but I wish it was half as long, would be my only criticism after hearing it, but that's my I first I don't know how, right. how I could cut that back. I, I cut that from what it was from like five or six minutes to like one and a half fair fair I, I do think it's kind of funny that we're doing we're opening with war of the roses but we're actually talking about greg hill on this episode which i mean i, I guess we I have had to load it up so i had to do something topical. with that i mean yes and it was great i mean you you uh i mean obviously great editing job uh by you um hey but by the way are you um how are your sony headphones mine are mine Didn't are get them yet. loud and clear are those like the t100s or the t137s what the are those mdr 7506 i don't ah, have them yet good year for headphones good year for headphones Jeez. they're great <laughs> headphones all right enough with that shit we're gonna we'll save that one for this for the second episode of the week um yep. my my reaction to uh to yeah to, we're gonna have a second episode this week because there's so much goddamn mm-hmm. stuff to talk about with there is Greg an, Hill and, fucking and then all Monique, the other stuff. Fucking Monique, man. Like, she just is a monster when it comes to the downloads. Like, we bring her on, and even though, you know, like the worst worst Minifan show ever to date, it, and it gets, you know, massive fucking numbers. I don't even, I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. Maybe, maybe it was a good episode. <laughs> we'll get we'll get into that one later. Yeah, a very was, polarizing it was, episode. It was Nobody, a fine episode. Nobody was in the middle on that one. No, it was fine. I love it. Or, just like just like uh, we heard today where, where Kirk wanted that Friday show. You either love it or hate it. 50%. You know, one of his brothers liked it. The other hated it. Uh, I actually listened to that Friday show with my brothers driving back up from Maine. And we can get into, into their thoughts on that uh, as we get into it. But the first thing I want your thoughts on before we do any of that mm-hmm. shit. Uh, 
you you big fan of of Greg Hill here? I think I think before we do anything, DEC, mm-hmm. can I get your take for the day? What do you think the story of the day is going to be? Oh shit! You're you're playing. I'm like, oh my god! You're actually actually asking me a serious question. I think the the no, story play, of play, the that's, day. That's how they've started their fucking show, right? That's how they started their show. I'll do that. I'll, I'll, uh, uh, we're gonna do a phone call, and uh, what we did is uh, we uh, subscribed to. Uh, we subscribed to. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But first of all, the time is six thirty-five Eastern. Temperature is sixty-eight degrees. Yeah. So yeah, no, they start the show with the fucking take. Give me your take of the day, DEC. Uh, take of the day is this, that it's very clear Mike D was in the studio with a rifle to Curtis's head. Oh, boy. I feel that was uncomfortable. They sound fucking lifeless. My God, that was... I feel like it's hard for me to feel sympathy for those guys after kind of the pathetic displays that they were back how petty they were towards the end of mutton callahan and uh and, and you know yeah i feel bad they're doing their job they're they're lower level they're producers they're kind of doing what they have to do but this is not the right fit for them at all i mean i mean they they have to be i mean they're probably they probably make more than mutt which i get that's why they're keeping them on there but the fact that they're in the show open, that they say, and we still have K and C, and then they have the Jerry Callahan drop, it's the only K and C, right? That makes no sense to me, that you're going to continue to have these holdovers from the old show. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, if you listen to the intro, they talk about um, featuring the uh, the real K and C, and then they have, a, they have the Callahan drop where he says, and it's the only K and C. Uh, I think that's just a case of no attention to detail at all. And Danielle, who we'll get into her later, just a simply wonderful woman, knows a lot about sports and contributes a lot to the show, uh, in my opinion. Um, she goes on saying that she doesn't even think that Ken is that good of a sound guy. That he doesn't even he, that she didn't even she was critical of his opens. Yeah, so, I heard that. Uh, maybe we. Or I was thinking of doing this impersonation, but yeah, and uh, I didn't really like the way he did that. But is that how she sounds? Yeah. No, I thought that. You know, that that's better than Blind Mike's impersonation. If you can call it an impersonation. Oh, Danielle, what did you think about A Rod last night? A Rod. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I tell you. <laughs> T- tell me what. You know. <laughs> that's the fallback for this tell guy. Tell me what, Danielle. You know, just a lot of it. <laughs> it's a sport. Well, a lot of what? Sports. I like sports. <laughs> I tell you, people think I'm, just, I'm a woman, but I like sports. Mike found something. He fell into something with the yep. War of the Roses bit where uh, Kirk was calling up and saying, Hi, uh, hi, are you, can we speak with Mike? Hello, <laughs> yes. Are you are you cheating on your wife? Yes, hello. Like he's, He fell into something with that, but he is fucking riding that little comedic bit like like there's no tomorrow. Like he's, he's, he's wearing that ass out when it comes to comes to that one. Well, it was I'll funny say, we'll, today. We'll save, that. we'll save that for another show because I've got there's a lot to talk about with Mike. Mike's a very polarizing figure. I did like Blind Danielle today, though. I've you got she, Blind Danielle. I've got about four minutes of Blind Danielle all ready to go. So where do you want to start then? I mean, we've been, we bullshitted for eight minutes here. Where do you want to start? I think that I'll let you set the table. I'm a little rusty. I've been out of practice here. I know that you've been you've been off having your little love affair, War of the Roses with Monique, right. um, and I felt I felt like a scorned lover listening to that. Oh, where do you, Where do you want to start now that I'm now that we've renewed our vows? I'm back in the fold. Where do you want to mm-hmm. start with this? I would say let's start with the fact that we've made fun of Greg Hill's lack of energy. And he addressed it himself. 978 texters concerned with my energy level. They want me to inform them whether I'm sick or not. Fellas, do you think I need more energy? I Curtis? think you have a lot of pep this morning. I you think, think so? you're doing all right. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, he's not kissing his ass, Curtis. I, was, I mean, I was, I, you know. friendly? Uh, what a lie. Boy, suck an ass. You can feel the lie. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, no, Bosch are great. Like, does Curtis ever sound like that ever? No. You can you can feel it. You can you can see you can just you can feel the smirk when he says that. Now here's the funny thing though is that I don't think that Greg Hill was sick because Greg Hill is like that when we he did our like show that all the time. So first of all, um, I know that people inside the station are saying that Kirk started the ball rolling, but I think we did two weeks ago. We did a show mocking, oh, yeah. relentlessly mocking Greg Greg Hill. I, I had I was on flamethrower mode, throwing shade at him. And I was you just sure you want to poke that morning. bear again. You want to poke that bear again with you. You hate tweeting Kirk. I'm hate tweeting Greg Hill. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. 
Well, you know, I, I hear that Greg Hill had a 35% drop in, in the audience, in male listenership, I think, right? How is that possible? You, you have to imagine that today there would be an uptick on curiosity factor. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to listen tomorrow. No, I, I, see, I don't see, do see I, don't, I don't know that. I'm just throwing that out there just to see what happens, kind of like you did that with Kirk, throwing the 35% drop out there. That's not what happened. No, I know, I know, I know. Okay, no. So do you think, what do you think the number was today? Obviously, first show, do you think that it, what do you think it put up if we were to get the numbers today? Six or seven. It's probably about where Mutt and Callahan were. Do you think there's going to be any noticeable difference in the ratings when the first monthly comes out between yes. what MNC, you think it's going to be worse? Yes. It's going to be worse. Really? They, they sound like... So EEI has been very parochial in terms of bringing on talent that are outside of the market. Salk didn't do well. Benz didn't do well. Now, even though this guy came from inside the market, inside the building, they treated it as though this is a brand new guy, never been to Boston, never talked sports. Yeah. This has to be a rude awakening to the audience of hearing this. Oh, my what God. What the hell yes. is this? Well, that's the, that's the thing that I don't understand. So the first thing is the Twitter situation. They didn't have a. You're telling me they didn't have a fucking Twitter account before they started this show. Like the Greg they did. Hill, the Hillman Morning Show, did not have its own Twitter account. Uh, I don't know. I know the Morning Show had its own Twitter account, and guess where that is? It's at Mud at Night, which is again another another situation I don't understand. If you're don't trying understand to it at all. correct, well, you know what it is is that. So I was getting into a little argument with Hillary Sargent today, where she was saying, "Well, why would they do that? It, because then all of the followers of the former Mutton Callahan would just relentlessly troll them." And somebody replied it's back, "What exactly?" Somebody replied back saying, "Like, well, oh yeah, because it's really worked out well for them now. <laughs> There's no MNC fans trolling or, K- or Kirk and Callahan fans trolling the Hillman." show at this um, point so we're recording this you'll you'll see this at a different time it's monday night it's 6 41 p.m how many followers temperature is 71 degrees uh 71 degrees 6 41 uh three minutes we have traffic and weather together on the threes it's going to be it's 391 followers i would say right right now You're very close What's 413 wow up up 100 100 spot today for a brand new show not bad. I think what Which the- got a ton of social media attention today. I mean, oh it was God. it was a flamethrower. Kirk has a lot of followers. He was a flamethrower on this, and yet nobody's jumping on bad. Him. I feel like we're drawing too much attention to it. Like I feel like no. Nope. I feel like if we never even talked about it, they'd be like they'd be at like fourteen followers right now. It's not that they've been doing anything interesting on Twitter. My God, you can tell that Curtis is running it. He's tweeting in the same way. So I think Curtis is probably thinking, "Well, I I built up one Twitter account from nothing. I can do it again." The difference was back in the day when he was building with Dennis and Callahan, he had a fucking interesting show, a show with co-hosts that were, I don't know, had some talent, energy. The thing with Greg Hill is that he wasn't sick today. We two weeks ago we had our Greg Hill show. Mm-hmm. That's how that's Greg Hill. That's who he is. He's a he's a load. He's a loser. <laughs> he's a fat ass. He rolled up out of bed. He's you got know. really hard nipples like uh, Ordway. Every picture he's got those nipples like pepperoni with a little uh, thimble in the middle. It's a, he rolls out of bed. He sniffs his finger to make sure it wasn't up his ass, and he just you know fucking throws on a pair of sports shorts, rolls into the studio. They're fucking late. Like somebody was tweeting at me saying that there was that there was a lot of dead air, that they weren't on time, which is ridiculous for the first show. And that's the this is the brilliant idea of your first show is that we're gonna go around the room and see what everybody's takes are. This is what you replaced Kirk and Callahan and Mutton Callahan. This is what you replaced Jerry Callahan and Kirk Menahan with is let's Daniel, go how about this presidential election, huh? The election. <laughs> let's go the well, fuck I'm around you, the room. Right, no, right. I understand it's mm-hmm. an election, but you Trump's running against a bunch of Democrats. Mm-hmm. Trump, yes. So so where do you stand on? <laughs> this is am I missing something, DEC? Please tell me that I'm missing something. No, is this he, is, is the, he just does he just suck the dick of everybody around him? Where is the quantifiable radio talent in this guy? I listened to the whole show. Like I will never do it again because that was the that was it was. Oh, it was I an, will. I it, cannot wait for tomorrow. It was this radio. Was, it was radio AIDS. It was an abortion <laughs> of a show. It really was. I. It was. It was painful to listen to. It and was, that was what was great about it. I, I prefer not. the AAF show. DEC. The AAF show was supremely better. The one they that were we. Two, they were two different shows. This is what is it fascinating got to me. They are two totally different shows. If you go back to the Hillman feed with the podcast, how do you get 
worse. Because somebody came in and tinkered. I have no doubt that Mike D himself was standing mm. there with that Skeletor head of his. You know, I hear that Mike D can get you a good him. deal. He can get you a real good deal on Red Sox tickets. I hear that, you know, that he can get you at, at you know, just slightly He's marked up. He's a master at recruiting admins, too. Oh, my 23, God. 23, 24, entry level. Yes, yes. He's I think really what, good at is that. It, is it seven and four years or something like that? Am I right? Yes. Yeah, no, I think it was less than four have years. You, oh, and have years. you been on Mike D's pleasure boat? My God, it's it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> My God, when we when we were out there, we were summering out there, and we passed, we closely passed Summer. by, um, we passed by Epstein's Island just a little bit. We saw his fucking tomb that he has out there. It was he was like, yeah, it's great. I go over there all the time. We're best friends. That That's sort not of how thing. he talks. I don't know. Uh, it was. We uh, coasted over and uh, we... Yeah, but he would fucking say summering, though. You know oh, that. Yes, he would. Yeah, he would this, say that. Do you remember that podcast? I got to find it again. Remember that Inside Radio podcast? Yeah, that piece that of did? shit. That, 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 this is this is all you have to know about the Inside Radio podcast with this with the radio genius that is Mike D, a man that knows nothing about radio. The only thing he knows about really how to do is how to scalp tickets and rip people off, allegedly. Um, is and that... go through six admins in two years. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah. That's and... not allegedly. That's a fact. Yeah, and, and potentially, I mean, again, we're getting into murky waters here but there you know there's just just go to um if you just look up hashtag fire mike d you, <laughs> it's on twitter you might find you're gonna find a whole shitload of interesting stuff and he, he will his his day will come we'll we'll get that pelt and kirk will get that pelt at a when, later when date. you listen to that inside radio podcast it's in one ear by the way his big words yeah he's describing the show he is that's what this show is. It's it, this is a brainchild. This isn't an abortion. It's a stillbirth. That's what this is. That's what this show fucking is. The Greg Hill stillbirth morning show. I guarantee he probably walked is. out of the control booth. They all walked out. And he gave high fives. They probably had Another a sheet cake. Perfect show. He had a sheet cake in the hall. And they streamers. did have a cake. Did you see Dale Arnold tweeted out the cake? Did you see? Did it? not see that. I'm oh just, I was just guessing. Yeah, they did. No, I'm, I swear to God, Dale. Arnold I guarantee Mike D was in the building. Mike D was probably there. JD Crowley was probably there. Tim Murphy, and they're all standing around, uh, circle jerking each other. Oh, I no doubt. But here's the mm. other thing: those colossal assholes. Uh, they're doing this thing where they are fucking, uh, like doing this little wink and nod with the country ninety three seven bullshit, and then they're saying uh, that Sam Kennedy is the fucking. You got to run everything by Sam first, like. What are they trying oh, to yeah, do? Yeah, it here? sounds like they ran everything by Sam. The re- there was a point where they said, uh, would you say that Mookie Betts doesn't get enough praise? Who the hell has ever thought Mookie Betts is not getting enough praise? The guy's yeah. a stud. No, I mean, what? hey, it just, it, to me, the, 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 the kiss of death was listening to the dynamic when I found out that they had that Fitzy guy, uh, whatever his name is. That's, <laughs> it's, what's his name? Fitzy, but he has another name. It's, I think he was, was he like the afternoon guy that they let go and they must have a contract? So he was an AAF guy. The, it's, the, it's a sad day when you're listening to that show. And Fitzy is the only one that asked an interesting question in the Baker interview. They're just, they're just filleting uh, Governor Baker. Through, and, and that awful fucking segment where Baker's talking through, he's like, he sounds like he's in the big dick with his fucking yeah. phone connection. He's the, got the, the John Dennis cell phone. If, if for some reason Greg Hill and Danielle get throat cancer, you know where they got it from. You would want to have Baker tested. Just letting you know that. I know. So isn't didn't we talk to Steve Robinson where he had this this bizarre theory that Entercom gives people cancer? Remember that? He was on our show. I mean, I vaguely remember that. We got to get to Steve, by the way. Oh boy. Oh, we'll Man. get to that. Oh my God. Um. Yeah. So, what what other sound do we have that we want to react to? Because I feel like there's a lot that we need to unpack oh. here. I mean, for, I mean, uh, this is Tony. Yes, Tony. Hi. How are you? What's going on, Tony? Fucking terrible, Tony. Yeah. Um. I think the Red Sox already have a closer, and uh, that closer, I think, is uh, Kirk Monahan. Metal fan show. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Uh, Chris Sale. Um, I, you know, I know people are going to think I'm crazy like uh, taking a, a a very good starting pitcher and make Curtis let this call through. I, this is probably the best call. So when you're taking that many calls, how much quality control can you have? Well, they're taking calls at six a. They're taking calls in the first segment. I don't even know if they have he was segments doing this on the old show too. Yeah, uh, no. Well, that's true. He was doing it on the old show. Um, I don't even know if they have segments at this point. Like I tried to listen to no. Nope, he talked about I, I can't get the clock right. Somebody told me about the clock. Well, okay, so so what was their response to this call? Do you have the response? 
Uh, I think I zoned out, but I think they said... Uh, I, d- I think for at least the balance of this year, maybe go out and get another starting pitcher. I think right now he's... At- oh, I didn't get that. I just got to the caller and I ended up cutting it off. No, they said he's making like $100 million. How the hell are you going to put him in the bullpen? And then they get into Ken saying... Well, I don't actually care about the Chris Sale thing. I just want to know if they actually humored this guy or did just are hung up on it. Oh, like, did no, they take it, it seriously? on and on and on and on. Yeah, I and could then, give two shits about And then about Ken came in and... Then the- I think the Red Sox should be buyers. So they're only like eight games back. Ken's in his element, though. I don't think Ken minds it that much. Oh, my God. Ken is boring. Yeah, well, this goes back before the London trip. John Henry, the owner, talked to our Rob Bradford and mentioned budget. And, you know, we've already, we've, it's how much money do we want to lose. So people got... Curtis sounds dead. Ken sounds alive. He sounds happy. I think he does. He listen probably to, loves listen, this. Listen to the glee in his voice. Keep it going. I'm into thinking they're not going to... They're not going to buy. They're, you know, the ownership group is going to stand pat. So I think this was a pretty, you go five and two over the stretch against Tampa and the Yankees. You prove it to the ownership group that, hey, this team's worth it. That's There's right. no That's fear. Right. There's no fear in his voice anymore. The sock puppet, the sock puppet is, is, is gone. It's no more, right? This now, is what the Ken, this is what Ken always is. He's this guy. And with some prodding, you can get some personality out of him. Yeah. But, oh my goodness, if this is what we're going to get, this is rough. All I know, you know, I mean, hey, I have it on good authority that Ken said that he couldn't trust Kirk because of Kirk's mental issues. So, and that, I believe that. I do. That's absolutely happened, 100%. Not in any way uh, a fabrication. Ken? It was nice, though, when Curtis had one bit of honesty. I I don't think this is good radio right now. We're doing... Honestly, that man is, he's he's going to be back in short order. Curtis was making fun of it today. He retweeted something saying, uh, oh, oh," like somebody tweeted at him saying, oh, please don't start drinking again. And he's been like, I've been getting a lot of this today. I'm doing okay. Or I'm making a list or like a fucking banana emoji because, you know, know, the banana thing is how he relieves his stress. But I think that he's... Oh, there goes Curtis. Oh, Curtis, don't do it. Don't just remember the the alcoholic herpes or hepatitis. Don't cut yourself shaving again, bud. No! (sighs) There he goes. He's gone. God damn it, Day one, and he's gone. Day one, he's off the wagon. No, I mean, Curtis sounds like he's taking it the hardest, but I don't understand, and 617 Report tweeted this out. As much as, like, I obviously would never want those guys to lose their jobs, why are they on that show? They shouldn't be on that show. I'm concerned that they have him in that position to get him out. This is definitely not what Hillman wants in a producer. He's got that little cadre of little ass kissers behind him, including a person that we can't talk about. They ended up talking in the first hour and say, uh, No, he's gone, by the way. He, oh, thank he, God. he who shall not be named is now he who shall not be employed. <laughs> did you not know this? No, I did not. Uh, That's why he was retweeting all that bullshit about how Greg Hill's my radio dad and blah, blah, blah. A lot of good it did him because that dick, that asshole, Greg Hill, said, you know what, uh, bubble boy or, you know, dog, you know, you're going to be having to get get used to dog food and canned food because you're going to be going to the, the fucking soup kitchen from <laughs> now on. Uh, and you're going to be eating that, you know, that 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 canned chili. <laughs> that good old canned chili. I'm laugh. so glad. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. But he was talking about this, some fat slob that he has as like a third producer, and they talked about what an amazing personality this guy is, and he smells, and he's this, and he's that. And it's like, yeah. If you have to talk about how wild and crazy one of your people is, he's not wild and crazy. This is my one, my, my big takeaway, is that if you have to consistently acknowledge the backlash, it's in your head already on day one. Day one, you go in and you just fucking do a show you go in you do your show and then you figure it out from there globe called in and did said he really Meta fans yeah he called in and do we have his call? no not globe champ champ called in do we have and the call? said i don't have it up okay uh but he called in and said Meta fans and they dumped it real well that doesn't surprise me Curt- I mean, curtis or zambrano or mike d himself has his hand of the dump button, and they're gonna—they're just cowards. Just and say, they're, okay, let's let's humor because we guy. know they can't talk about it. We know they can't. They're not gonna Why? talk about. it. Why not be interesting and say, look, we're coming in because here. They we're coming in from another it. station. Yeah. Well, I don't understand. I, I I don't understand why they don't just acknowledge it. 
say fuck this, fuck Kirk. Kirk's the guy that came in. He got. He, he's he's gonna he's gonna try and make our show suck. He's gonna try and take us down. It's not our fault. It's not our fault that some asshole tried to take down the station. So fuck you guys that you don't like it. But we're you know we don't want to be here just as much as you don't want to listen to us. That's the attitude that they should take. Instead, yep. they're doing this bizarre song and dance where they're acknowledging Sam Kennedy is like the the mastermind program director. Who, by the way. Zambrano is no longer the program director of that show. I can confirm that. 655, um, it's 84 degrees still at night. And coming up at 701, we have CBS News, followed by the local news. Local news, yes. <laughs> local news, yes. Yes, yes, local news. Um, no, and, and they're doing this thing where they're saying that the that Greg Hill wants everybody that he's joking that he wants everybody to like each other and we're going to be the exact opposite of the old show. And you know what? That's fine. But the exact opposite of the old show would be a show that doesn't talk about news of the day. Like I was fucking sick. The best part of the, of Kirk and Callahan was headlines. The worst part of this show is the headlines. Here we like, go. Jesus. Haven't they taught you these things in school? What things? The Greg Hill morning show presents. We were meant to be. I know it. How else could sex be that incredible? So wacky. Pervert Teachers Association. What? That is appalling. You ought to be ashamed of yourselves. Well, a report published in wait, the wait, New York Wait, wait, pause for a second. That is a f- going to be that is going to be a fucking recurring segment. Yep. Pervert teacher what? A pervert teacher association, something along that. I, I, I didn't follow it when I heard it. <laughs> you can't fucking make it. You can't make it up. You can't. That's fucking You got to try to be this that's bad. That's fucking. There's no way. There's Who thought of that? that so, so first of all, we're going to do the, we're talking about, we're ripping off Barstool. We're, we're grading the latest teacher sex scandal, clearly. So that's point number one. Point number two I don't even think that Thornton's that funny. I think it's kind of gross when Barstool does it because it's like, I mean, I've never once thought that I've never got a laugh out of it. I've never understood the appeal of it. That's mildly amusing. I mean, I guess so. But it just, I mean, I don't know. It's like, like I've never once thought like, oh, man, I can't wait to read Thornton's later latest teacher sex scandal. Nah, I, I stop art. by when I'm flipping through and I see Thornton. I'm like, all right, I'll stop here. I mean, yeah, Thornton is inherently forgettable, as for, almost as forgettable as, as, as Greg Hill. But so they're, they think they're going to get life out of this? Like, is that their attempt to be edgy? I don't, I don't just, I guess I just don't, I'm just missing something. I must if be I missing it. If I use the radio term hot AC as a format, do you know what that is? No, I have no idea. What right, is hot so AC? It's, uh, you know hot the Atlanta and Kennedy show. That's yeah. hot AC. So like it's a top forty station, but top forty for adults, where they kind of play the newer music. But adult contemporary. Not quite adult contemporary. Isn't that what the AC stands for? Yes. So it's oh. not quite the light station, but it's not quite top forty. It's that in the middle station. It's it's, it's, sing, like it's single mom cool. radio. It's single Talk mom radio. It. Yes. Yeah. So it's like uh, like in Hartford, you have your Craig and Company, your Carson and Kennedy. I'm sure you've got a station like this in Philadelphia. That's what they're doing. It, it almost feels like they're appealing to a female audience on a male-centric station. Honestly, that might be the best take here, is that it does it, it does seem... But again, we might be falling into murky waters here where we're saying that... Dan, I mean, Danielle sucking on there has nothing to do with her being a woman. It has everything to do that she doesn't say anything. She doesn't... She, she she doesn't contribute any content to the show. And when she does, it's just, ha ha, you're so dumb. Oh, Greg, oh, you just, you're a slob and you snore and you're late and you're smelly and you got small hands and glasses. That's right, roasted. Like, that's basically her. Uh, no, everyone in the country I, has an where opinion. Where do I on, stand? Yes, absolutely. Everyone in the country has an opinion on Trump. Yes, Trump. Totally. So, so what is your opinion on yes, the president? Yes, thank you. No, no. Post shows that hundreds of New York City teachers have allegedly signed up for the website SeekingArrangement.com, which if you're not familiar, that's where you go to find a sugar daddy or a sugar mama, if uh-huh. that's your thing. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, a total uh, of 451 uh-huh. teachers from the various boroughs around New York City, mainly women, are reportedly engaged in extracurricular activities. Gives a shit. This this was all about uh, culinary so Cullinane and I can like talk off offline about inside radio stuff. It's fun for us. But this is a show prep service. They pay for something. Somebody faxes them a piece of paper that has all these stories, and then they just read them. 
This it's, takes countless seconds to put together. Oh no! Wait, so, so you're saying that, like the that that the news segments that they're doing, they're not searching for because none of them no. are local. None of them are localized. They're all like no. these randomized, like shitty radio bits that you hear, like you said on the the top forty, whatever the high. If AC I were telling you this was a New Haven station or a Philly oh, you station know. or Allentown, it sounds like they're trying know. to make it a national show, right? But that's not that doesn't work when you're used to when your audience is used to a parochial show. It doesn't make a lot of fucking sense. I didn't pick up on that though. So you're saying that's a prep service that that yep. can we can we hear some more? Do we have any more of that? Oh, absolutely. Jesus, haven't they taught you these things in school? No, they didn't. Looking for sugar daddies, and I always say teachers need to be paid more. Yeah, they need to be. They're, they're uh, this, vastly- by the way, that's a hot take. Teachers should be paid more. And she, you know what? She always says it. Did you know that? She. I you know what? Say it. You know what? I always say DEC teachers should be paid less. You should have. You should have got a better fucking degree. That's what I always say. Yeah. No, I say that teachers should which, be sodomized. Which is ironic because Look, that's, I, that's what I think that should happen. I used to be a teacher, so yeah. Fucking and, and and you know what? I was smart enough to stop doing that shit. So yes, I did poison. They got shell out money for the <laughs> supplies for the kids in their classroom. They're doing yeah. fundraisers all the time. Oh my and, god! You know, a lot of them will often. Can you get stop for a second? I hate this bullshit. This not to get off topic. This is like the assholes that say being a mom is the hardest job. I'm sorry. Being a mom is not the hardest job. I think like being a fucking nuclear scientist or being a fucking cop or being in the army or a Marine or a Navy SEAL, that's probably the hardest job in the world. Not waking up at, you know, 730 to change, you know, little Timmy's diaper and then driving to Pilates class. Whose job, if necessary, is to drop it's, it's make its same, own weapons it's the same on something? Thing. That's a hard job. Correct. It's the same thing with teachers. The teachers thing is not. I've done it. It's fine. It's not like you're. It's, you're not a fucking. You it's get an three, important job. You get three months off. You get all the fucking breaks. You get all the holidays. It's like it's a shitty job that it's like it's an important job, but it's a shitty job. It's not like fucking rocket science. It's, it, it pisses me off. Anyway, onward. Let's keep going. And I guess this is a summer job for some of these women. <laughs> this is the summer job. Job. The job. job. A job for them, yeah. The majority of the uh, female teachers hail from the Brooklyn area. Those are about 206 uh, in that space. Uh, another 83 call Manhattan home. I'm surprised they can even afford to live there. That's why they need a sugar daddy. 74. Oh! A little problematic there, Danielle. You know, is it me or does Danielle sound a little bit like... Um, uh, Kennedy, or Carson. What is her name? Yeah, Kennedy? Kennedy. I mean, she's she's a typical sidekick female that you'd find on Top Forty. Where did they come AC. up with this format? By the way, this this a consultant. Whole, but like, no, no, the the um, like they were talking about it today, and on um, what is that podcast? I think it's the Kirk Minahan show. I think that yeah, they're talking about it on there, where they said. Uh, they said that it's like husband and wife like radio where it's like she's like the radio wife and it's like oh god he's they so do this with so the local news but i don't isn't that inherently like just just fucking demeaning and pandering like it just seems pandering like we all know that it's fake we all know that you guys are like you guys are putting on an act this is all shtick right now like unless i'm a fucking idiot i'm a brain dead moron unless i'm you know he who shall not be named eating dog food i'm not going to take that seriously like there's not I don't know. You do that on a radio show that you think they don't have much talent, so we have to build them up with a little bit of a format. We're not going to have a show that is long listened to. When I mean long segments of time people listen, it's tune in, tune out, move on, garbage in, garbage out. Yes. But this is, the the local news does it. That's why they have the older male anchor, and then they have the sassy female anchor, and then they have the wacky man who's the meteorologist and they have the jock who's the sports guy yeah this is all from 40 years ago that so how does doing. how does fitzy fit into this what is he is he is he the hot newscaster that walks around showing his tits and ass or is what he does is, he do he is the guy who has a long contract not funny to burn by the off way. my god hey that's actually holy shit that's a good idea that is actually true they're, they're they they're like shit we signed this guy we got to figure out what to do with him Let's get some utility out of this guy. We'll just throw him on the Greg Hill show for a week and see if he sticks, which is, I love that philosophy. We're launching a brand new show and we're going to bring in a guy for a week just to try him out and he might not be in the show at all and he's going to be an integral part of the show somehow. It can't go wrong. It, it, it's fucking uh, I genius. That Rob Dinkovich just sad with the mothership. We're still confident we could get something out of him. Funny you, say, funny you say mothership. I'm a big fan of Star Trek. 
right? And the socks are like Star Trek. Some Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. Uh, I don't know about you, but I liked Jefferson Starship. But Starship without the Jefferson is very underrated. That song, Sarah, nice song. Oh, and don't even get me started on Star Wars. My God. See, lately, lately, Chris Sale's been a little bit more Jar Jar Binks than Darth Vader. Am I right? It's that sort of shit where he's like, every, it's just all superficial, obvious shit. I mean, am I right? I'm right. I'm right. He also, he also, it's, it's kind of similar. I mean, he he doesn't, he doesn't listen to anything. That's true. He's stepping all over Baker to get like a joke in, um, it, which is which is funny. Do you have any of the Baker sound? No, I didn't grab that. I, I went and purposely grabbed later hours because Kirk talked about the earlier hours. So I figured we would grab something that wasn't talked about. How can you fix? Well, I guess we'll keep going. I was going to ask you, how can you fix this show? Like, is there anything that you can do that you found yeah. redeeming? What would you say? You to, fire you them. Really? Wow. Well, I would say here's the quickest fix. Okay. You go the IMS route on sports radio and you tell them you're not talking sports. What you're going to do is you're going to do an AAF-type show. Maybe even you play a couple of hard rock songs an hour if you need to do that. But you're just going to talk a lifestyle show, and you're going to stay completely out of sports. And then sports is the rest of the day. A lot of sports stations do stuff like that. Go with that, and at least you're more in your element. It's not going to be great, but it's better than it's going to be now. Can I ask you, what does Greg Hill do from a radio perspective, and maybe I'm I'm dumber than 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 you are in this regard. I, I don't know anything about no, this the business. Dumb. I don't know anything about the business. Any, anybody feel free to, to to let me know. Any Greg Hill fans out there? What does Greg Hill yeah, do? Yeah, Vicky. Yeah, Vicky. Is she? Is she's a yeah. She is a Hill fan. Huge, huge Hillman. I think she unfollowed. Whoa, 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 whoa! Stop it, Greg Hill, not Hillman. Yes, not Hillman. Hill Man is offensive. Hill person, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Hill person. They is a very good radio host, Hill person. Um, but what does he do that any human being couldn't do? He's right, so not that's... he's not interesting, he's not dynamic. He's slow. He's 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 boring. His voice is awful. People get on my voice like fuck. It's how I think we're, we're going to play the next song here. Uh, and Danielle, what do you think? I think I can explain this one. One, he had LB for all those years. Now, I think it's sad and cruel that they used him as a punching bag where something clearly is wrong with LB. But they had him for some comedic relief, and now he's gone. For many, many years, that station lived on the afternoon drive shift because they were up against Stern and their stick was in Worcester. So you really couldn't even get the station in Boston. It was, it was a whole different audience. He wasn't going to beat Stern. So he was just kind of, kind of there to make sure things are, are just fine. And then in the afternoon you had big personalities back in the nineties with Liz he was Wilde, filler. Opie and Anthony. Uh, you had Osterlin there. You had some pretty big, names along the way he was kind of filler he was a secondary person but then when you're somebody who's around for 30 years people get used to you so he is i'm trying to think of a good analog for this like somebody who's irrelevant or untalented but is filler boring milk toast has been around for he's he's fucking he's soap opera he's daytime television he's date that's it he's daytime television awful boring uninteresting watched and consumed by unemployed people and and you know moms and mm-hmm. that's it that's what he is he's 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 just he's just filler it, it, but you can't be that and do morning sports radio sports talk you can't fucking no. do that as bad as the EEI signal is it's better than AAF signal and so your audience is sitting in a different place but here's the other thing now isn't the whole day schizophrenic so you've yes. got this awful show where they're doing like news of the day bits and you know fucking grading the latest teacher sex scandal, and, you've got- and then they're talking about you know Mookie Betts being underappreciated, and I think even eight games. It was really suck the Red Sox ass, and then we go into lifestyle, and then we hit the brakes and we come back to sports, and then we hit the brakes and we go to Baker. Dale and Keith would be a better morning show. They're horrible. They would be better. And you know what? That That's probably true. Even as bad as Dale and Keefe is, and I know that your boy Funhouse fucking hates Dale and Keefe for some reason. I don't know what Dale and Keefe did to him. I mean, I fucking hate him too, but Funhouse. I was always under the assumption Funhouse was female. He, Funhouse is out of, oh, like a female that maybe was a Miss Porter school person? Maybe. 
But oh, we'll move on. Okay. And a big Francesa fan, too, but may also a fan of Eminem. Right. I've always been under that impression, too. Um, but anyway. That, yeah, why is, because why is Funhouse so tuned in to EEI when it's all Francesa all the time? Then all of a sudden, hey, Greg Hill sucks. Interesting. Yeah, very good point. Good observation. But um, clearly, there's nobody that fits that mold, though. Nobody no. at all. There's no, nobody that I could think of that could, no. that could fit that. No, of course not. Of course not. Nobody like that. They have a podcast that's launching, I think, now going over, you know, Chicks in the Office versus Meets Call Her Daddy, I think was the pitch for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, we should have her on, by the way, but uh, I don't think we'll ever have that, make that happen again. Well, someday. Someday that person might we're, we're, be where working we get for a different we're, employer. We were just talking about something. What were we talking about? We're talking about Greg Hill. Greg Hill's talent. Filler, daytime television. What, what, how did we get here? We were talking about Dale and Keefe. Uh, Funhouse hates Dale and Keefe. Dale and Keefe are a tighter show than this. At least there's a purpose. At least they follow... I hate what their focus is, but at least they have a purpose. There's I feel no like purpose with the show. I feel like Hillman is a guy that is he he's a you know uh, people say that Brady's a system quarterback, right? Uh, well, I think that Hillman is a system radio host. Right. He needs other people in there to pl- to be Hillman. Right. So whether it's LB being making an ass of himself so that he can be the punching bag or Danielle, you know, bringing energy because he is a lifeless hack or his producers, you know, doing stupid bits, but left to his own devices, he's nothing. He's nothing. He's not. You could remove him from the show and put Chris Curtis in there. You could remove him from the show and put he who shall not be named the overweight you know, dog costume man in there. And would you, would you miss anything? No. Like it'd be the same show. It'd be much worse because he wouldn't know when to shut the fuck up. But Hillman doesn't even talk. He just goes, yeah, uh, that's right. I, uh, yeah. Nice traffic cop. I never thought And for many, that. many years, especially early on, the appeal there was LB, when LB wasn't as damaged as he is now. Now, maybe I'm too young for relief. Maybe I'm too young for this, DC. What the hell? Can you explain to me what, like, Morning Zoo is? Like, what is, I've seen that phrase. Like, is that just like we have a bunch of wacky characters and, like, I mean, what is Morning Zoo? What is it's that? It's a Scott Shannon thing. So, Morning Zoo is everybody has a role. You have a traffic cop who is the main radio guy. And then he has some type of wacky sidekick. And then they have like this uh, girl who's on there. She's the sassy girl. And you might have a news guy and you might have a traffic guy that you have this group of people who have these different roles and then you're, you're going into music, but it's all very fluffy and not very deep. Formulaic. Formulaic. Superficial. It's fucking like rock This is candy. a rock morning zoo. Yeah. But it's it's a rock morning zoo posing or masquerading as, to, as sports talk radio, and, and not doing. I don't a know very... what it's masquerading for. I don't know what they think it is. Well, here's what I don't understand. Like the thing with so so you had the biggest criticism of of Kirk and Callahan from the idiots that would listen would say you never talk sports. Why don't you ever talk about sports? And I turned it off when you, they were having sports, like it, Mondays with Brady. Oh my god, I yeah. was out. Yeah, exactly. When I they want to hear it. Oh God, when they fucking talk basketball. Like the last thing I want to hear is Jerry Callahan's opinion on the Celtics. Like my God. Um, but this show, so so you replace it with a show that talks less sports and talks about sports that that in a in a less articulate way. Yeah, they and talk and, about sports in a way that is pleasing to their biggest benefactor, and that's the Red Sox. They well, were Red Sox focused and everything was do you think the red Sox might be better than we think do you think the ownership that we uh you know maybe we should be thanking them for all these world series championships oh do you, do you see do you think the red Sox are going to turn it around i know that they just got their asses kicked and chris sale was a, an embarrassment but do you think they're going to turn it around do you see no i think they should buy they asked no, i think they should buy and eight, they asked eight games back can we talk about that puke sean mcdonough that traitor that judas mcdonough over here Oh, why are you calling him a Judas? He's because did you, doing did, his... did you listen? No. Did you see Callahan subtweeted him saying that, that Joe Tessitore was, was a great hire by Monday Night Football? <laughs> did you not see that? No, I didn't get that far. Yeah, so I I'm, actually, I'm missing something. I refollowed Callahan because, uh, you know, time to bury the hatchet. Oh, and feel, free to, feel free to follow me again, uh, Jerry, if, if you'd like. Um, or, or not. I don't really care. Um, not like you're going to do anything in radio ever again, but uh, I'm just I'm kidding. I think that he's. What do you think? We got to get to that later on. I would love to do a show with Jerry. Two old guys yelling at clouds. I think it would be a hit. You and Jerry. Me and Jerry. I think me and Jerry would be great. Uh, I'm a conservative who doesn't like Trump. He's a conservative who does. It'd be awesome. 
I'll bring some youth to it. <laughs> there you go. Two old men yelling at clouds. There you go. Um, but, you know, I thought McDonough came across horrible thin like he's like asking them like are you guys thin skin like every 10 minutes this is how you know it's in their head every 10 minutes they have to mention the backlash every fucking 10 minutes they're talking about and some people don't like the show but we've got our old fans that like the show who may not be even coming over who are probably happy just listening to some dude spinning records yeah, well, but McDonough comes. He's like saying, "Oh, I think that you guys are great. You guys are positive. You guys are." And maybe, like Kirk said, he's maybe told to say that. Maybe, maybe, but then, then he's a puss. He's a puss. Is he not making money doing ESPN? Like, yeah, like, but he's also making quite a bit of money, probably from Entercom to do a couple games a year. Why screw up a good deal? I guess so. I, I, I don't even think it's a couple games a year. He's been used more frequently. When's the last time? Uh, fucking, what is it? Boomer did a game. He was only there for that Cleveland series. Yeah, well, he was only there for a very short period of time. But man, that was uh, that was dementia radio. Oh God! Back, 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 back on. Yeah, that sort of shit. Um, No, he just. I thought he came across poorly. I'd say either either he's faking and he's a pussy, or he's being sincere and he's a backstabber. Either way, not a good look for. I'll have to listen to it. I don't know either way. I think. I, I mean, I don't know how connected he is to the station or to the radio. He's other connected than being to Kirk and Jerry, though. He's connected to Kirk and Jerry, and clearly Callahan was not a fan of whatever he said. Um, clearly, because yeah, he no subtweeted. offense, Callahan's probably pretty butt hurt over the way it ended, anyways. So he's going to be more sensitive. Well, did you know that he's got some zingers ready in case they go after him? Did you hear about that? <laughs> that was some of my favorite moments from the new Kirk Menahan show. Is when he does the Jerry stuff or he does the mutt stuff. That I'm laughing out loud. Mm-hmm. Anytime if Jerry's not even there, just doing the Jerry voice makes me crack up. I Love really, it. really hope they don't come after me. Uh, but if they do, I got, I some, got some zingers. I got some zingers in the in the in the queue and in, in, in the in the drafts. We're ready for them. Um, got to clean up those drafts on the on the in the minif- By the way, speaking of cleaning up things, I got to clean up the minifan uh, chat. Apparently, apparently, some people have been added to the chat that they don't like, and now I got to remove them. Uh, I'd be happy to do that. Thing. Kirk very early on had talked about it was okay for me to be part of the Twitter account and yeah, I don't uh, think Steve uh, doesn't want me in there. I, I don't think that's going to, it's been like an unsaid thing with Steve. It's, it's almost what Steve is doing with you is basically when like, you know, a girl, you talk to her a lot and every time like you try and kind of ask her out, she somehow like wiggles out of the conversation. That's basically what Steve does. He like doesn't address it or he like changes the subject quickly. Like every time you bring it up, Steve is just, he, he wiggles out of it. I don't need it, but it's okay to say now we're good. I don't want you in here. Well, here's a little, this might it's be okay. a little, this might be a little too insidey for everybody, but I mean, fuck it. Who cares? So, so Steve doesn't, I don't think DEC, I don't think Steve knows how to tweet the show out from the podcast app on well, iTunes. It's very complex. It's two buttons, right? It, it really, but he, every day. For he list. couldn't figure out. Oh, it's I don't see it on iTunes. The first day, yeah, it's right there. Fucking, well, it's because he's looking at it on his computer. Because Steve is a he's a desktop guy, right? Steve, <laughs> not is a, even a laptop. He's right? a computer. He's, got like, he's a computer guy. <laughs> he's a Dell. He's a Dell guy. I gotta go on my computer <laughs> and I gotta gotta go and send out my tweets on Twitter.com. But no, that's what Steve basically is. So Steve doesn't know that if you just, if you, first of all, Steve, if you subscribe to the podcast on the podcast app, because I know you have an iPhone, you, you just, it will appear and then you literally click the share button and I you tweet it. I would also recommend, there are other... Every day though, before DC, I'll let you, uh, I'll let you finish, but D, every day that Steve does the show and, the, and the today is his first day back, we get a DM from him saying... Yep. Do you guys see the show? I can't see it. It's out everywhere else, but it's not on iTunes, and I can't I, tweet it out. It was like, oh, I forgot what this was like. I know. I forgot Co- about this. How is it that Colinane, this dope, who I love, is more more competent in terms of like how to tweet out the show? I will say this. For all of his uh, strengths, um, Colinane is so much better than Steve on social media. Like when it comes to like tweeting out videos and tweeting, I mean, I thought Colin Ain killed it. I we, we, we can I get think into, we're getting into show number two because yeah. I really want to get into Steve versus Dave. All right. Well, then final thoughts on Hillman. We can wrap it up. Uh, the show sucks. I am so looking forward to tomorrow. Do you have any I, other sound, by the bored. way? Do you have any other sound, by the way, of Hillman? Anything else we can react to? I feel like we didn't do enough sound of him. 
Are you kidding me? I think we had lots of sound. I know, but I feel like we didn't we didn't hit him as hard as we should have. How much harder are we going to hit? The well, show's a disaster. I want to hate listen to this because I just can't look away. You're excited for you're going to listen tomorrow? Absolutely. I love be live. I'm going to listen as long as I'm interested and at a certain point I'm just going to get bored with this, but it was just so exciting listening to this how bad it was. I just I couldn't. I was I I stuck with it and I'm like I have to listen to all of this. I can't believe what I'm hearing. Salk sounded better. I mean, Mutton Callahan I deserve got, all of our apologies uh, because that was a far superior show. I we do, don't know what we lost. I do have to apologize to Mutton Callahan because my god, I would take I would take Callahan, Reamer, and Wiggy, or Mark James, over this I'll fucking shit. I'll take Drellick. Oh, no, let's, not, let's not get crazy. Let's not get crazy here. Um, are you a Baker fan, Charlie Baker? Did you listen to that segment? No, I'm not a Baker fan. So that Dick Baker wants everyone to know. Like, like if you, I listened to it. They had him on there for like ten minutes, and they posted it separately. That Dick wants everybody to know that oh, I, I usually would be there in person. His phone, the worst phone line. I would. I can't believe they didn't hang up on the guy. Like, as if anyone's going to tune in to hear them interview Charlie Baker. No, nobody cares. So Baker jokes about how he's hoping that Greg can keep everybody happy. So clearly, like, Baker's even clued in on the fact that people are upset about this new show. He was involved in this. Like, oh boy. Uh, they Marty are f- Walsh was involved in this. They These are, are all the enemies. They are fucked. They are fucked. Every 10 minutes, they're mentioning the negative feedback to the point that even the governor of Massachusetts is mentioning the negative feedback. The governor, by the way, who has gotten calls about John Featherston from Bob Murchison, right? We can confirm that. I mean, mean, Featherston has said it a million times. So we can assume that Murchison called Baker about Kirk and Jerry. Like we, we, We have to assume that. They talk about like fucking Uber and it's just boring, boring, bad question after bad question, softball after softball. No questions yeah, on that. We talked about Uber Eats. We should be talking about Postmates. That's yeah. what uh, Barstool did, sponsor is. Did you know that uh, Uber Eats, that, that it's uh, three out of four drivers have eaten your food? Oh, hey. yeah. I got seven and a half crab rangoons. Am I right? Hey. <laughs> um, no questions about that asshole Rachel Rollins. You know who that is? It that uh, she's like the uh, whoever that doesn't want us to follow the law in the state of Massachusetts. She just wants prisoners to go free, can't arrest people, you know, don't arrest people for shoplifting that. That, that moron, that genius of the legal system. And it's yeah. fucking incredible. They ask him, the only thing that Hill does is they ask him about that that guy that ran over people, that killed seven people in New Hampshire. You familiar with the story? Marginally. So there's a guy, truck driver, had his license suspended. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Killed yeah. seven bikers or something like that. And it's fucking incredible to me how Charlie Baker, when they ask him about it, he dismisses the fact that seven people lost their lives because his his own administration can't get their shit together because they can't keep track of who has a suspended license versus, uh, well, it's actually uh, it's such a shame, but, you know... In state versus out of state, yada yada. Our computer didn't know seven people dead. Oh well, what are we what gonna do? I, I believe he's term limited, so I, he's not gonna face another election. And if he was, he'd get elected anyways. I know. And that hack, I mean, that hack comedian, that that poor man's Jerry Thornton, uh, Fitzy, is ironically the only one who asked him a good question about the about the sports betting. And it was, I mean, even that was. It was uninteresting. Oh, yeah, we want it. Just, oh, and and, oh, my God, can you imagine the original jokes that Fitzy made? Oh, oh, you you know, I I, I, I would, I want to bet those, bet those lines, but I don't know if my wife will want me to do that. I might lose the farm. Am I right? Like, Jesus Christ. All right. Anything else? No, I'd say we put this to bed. This was, this was fun beating the shit out of this guy. All right. Back tomorrow. Yeah, back tomorrow. Bye.